0: Well, good morning and welcome to VBS Sunday. In four and a half years as Senior Pastor of Glen Kirk, I've been waiting for the opportunity to bring my climbing gear um, on a Sunday morning and work it into the message. So uh, this was that Sunday. And uh, we are all together, seven ge- generations together, worshiping together. And so if you're a parent or a grandparent, if you have young kids and they get a little fidgety or squawky, can I just tell you, I see that as a sign of life and I am not distracted by that. We are worshiping together in all in our own ways. Uh, yeah, what a great week we've had at Glen Kirk's Grand Adventure. Had more than 350 campers join us this year for Vacation Bible School. Our staff and our volunteers did an amazing job of making the Glenkirk campus feel like a national park, complete with the sights and the sounds. And we even had some real owls visit us, and they're out in the tree this morning we saw them. We learned about Jesus through stories. We made crafts. We played games, sang lots of great songs, even as our students led us in many of those songs this morning. And on Thursday of VBS, more than 300 campers and student helpers indicated a decision to want to follow Jesus, either in a first time decision or a renewal decision. I loved this year's theme because I love national parks because national parks are a great place to go to for adventures. Several years ago, I took four of my sons, my four sons to Joshua Tree National Park to go rock climbing. And that's part of what inspired me to bring my gear today. And it was a hot April day, and all four of my boys were excited because I took them out of school for the day in order for us to have a rock climbing adventure at a national park. And we set up the rope, and each of my four sons took turns climbing different routes we could find But when it came time to pack up and head home, the reverse figure eight knot, which is a knot they use for rock climbing, was so tight I was having trouble getting it loose. And so I thought it would be a brilliant idea to use my car key to try to loosen the knot. Big mistake. My car key snapped in half. Now, this was more than 15 years ago, and my Toyota 4Runner didn't have an automatic key lock, so a broken key meant that not only could I not start my car, I couldn't even get in my car. Now, there's no cell service in Joshua Tree National Park, and it was hot. My oldest son at that time was about 17 years old. My youngest son was about 10. And so I found a shady spot, and I left a jug of water, and I put my 17-year-old in charge of his younger brothers, which was not a great idea. And I flagged down a car to get him to drive me to the entrance. Um, and so they took me to the east entrance of Joshua Tree, and I found a tow truck driver there, and he brought me back to where my I left my boys. Unfortunately, they were all still alive. And the tow truck driver was able to break into my car, and then he told me I had an important decision to make. Um, I could go with him and he would take me to uh, the Walmart in town and get a new key made, but it would mean leaving my kids behind uh, because he didn't have room in the tow truck for, for all my kids. Or I could take a risk and put the little broken piece of the car in the ignition and then put the stump of what was left of the key and maybe the ignition would turn and the car would start. Um, but if it didn't work, I'd have to call a mechanic and have him replace my ignition. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to leave my kids alone in the park again. So I decided to take the risk and it worked and the car started. And we were able to get home and my kids to this day still remind me about that experience and remind me to never loosen a climbing knot with a car key. Pastor Kate Uh, told me about an adventure she had at a national park when she was young. She was about four years old and living in Illinois at the time. And Kate's parents took her and her brothers to the home of Abraham Lincoln, which you may not know, but that's a national park as well. And as they were leaving, Kate's mom took her brothers to the bathroom while Kate and her dad walked back to the car. Now, her dad wanted to pull the car out of the parking place so he could pull around and pick up uh, her mom and her brothers near the bathroom, but the parking lot was packed and the parking was really tight. And so her dad, John, decided to put four-year-old Kate in charge of directing him out of the the parking um, space. Um, And so she stood next to the the barrier, the parking barrier. And as you might've predicted, her dad ended up hitting the parking barrier and knocking it over the cement part. Barrier. Going to a national park can bring adventures, even not ones that we planned on or anticipated. This week at Glenkirk's Grand Adventure, we've learned about the power of Jesus. On Monday, we learned that Jesus's power gives us strength. And then on Tuesday, that it gives us hope. On Wednesday, that it helps us be bold. On Thursday, that the power of Jesus helps us live forever. And then finally, on Friday, that his power helps us to be good friends. And so today, on this VBS Sunday, I want to talk about power in numbers. We experience the power of Jesus even more when we're together in numbers. Originally, Pastor Kate and I were going to do today's message together, but she ended up getting sick, and so you're stuck just with me today. Jesus once said in Matthew 18, verse 20, where two or three gather together in my name, there I am with them. When two or three gather in the name of Jesus, he, with all of his power, is there with them. Jesus' power is even more evident and visible when we are in his name. There is power in numbers. And we experienced that this week as, as there were so many numbers as group leaders and helpers, craft teachers and security volunteers, singers and musicians like we had lead us in music today, created an environment together where we could experience his power. But we can experience that same power together as families. And this morning, I want to talk very briefly about three ways that we can keep the grand adventure going and walk this path of experiencing the power of Jesus together as families. The first way is we experience Jesus' power when we believe together. When we believe together, there is power in numbers when we believe together. What might believing in Jesus together look like? Well, it it, it looks like the adults in a family having conversations with the kids and grandkids in the family about their faith. Nothing complicated, just simple things, like talking about what it was like when you came to know Jesus, telling the kids in your family how you've experienced Jesus being with you, even in some of the hard things that you've gone through. Kids want to know this kind of stuff, and you are a great role model of faith to tell them your stories. Believing together looks like praying together as families, modeling for the kids in our families about how to talk to God about things that are important to us. It can be as simple as praying at a meal or praying at bedtime, letting them know that God cares about them when things happen to them during the day. In fact, we've included a great bedtime prayer as an insert in your bulletin this morning that you can use as a model with the kids in your family. Believing together means reading the Bible together as a family. And these can be as simple as getting an age-appropriate Bible for their age level and talking to kids about the stories in the Bible. Again, on the other side of that bulletin, um, that little insert, we have a quick guide for the Bible on age. And We especially encourage you when you talk about Bible stories to focus on what those stories reveal about God. How is God revealed? And focus on that. Because God is always the main hero. In the Bible, let the kids and your family and the grandkids and great-grandkids ask questions. Questions are always good when it comes to matters of faith in God. And if you don't know the answer to the question, it's okay to say, I don't know, or I'm not sure. We experience power in numbers, the power of Jesus, when we believe together as families. We also experience his power when we serve together, when we serve together. There's power in numbers when families serve together. And it doesn't have to be huge acts of service. It could be just shopping together for a gift for our Christmas toy drive here at Glenkirk with the kids or grandkids in the family and, and talking to them about how picking out those toys will bring some joy into someone's life. When my boys were younger, we I used to take them to the Boys and Girls Club in our community every year. And we would together prepare and serve a Thanksgiving dinner for people in the community, serving together. I talked to somebody yesterday who brings her godson with her whenever she delivers meals for Glenkirk's Meal Train to families so they can be a part of that service. Uh, a great example that Kate pointed out. Um, that she's seen here at Glenkirk are are Seth and Levi Marcus. Uh, Seth volunteers to greet people and hand out bulletins often before the nine o'clock service on Sunday morning, and so he brings his son Levi with him, and together they they greet people and hand out bulletins. It's a great way to serve together. We saw people serving together this week at DBS as parents were serving with their students. Another way of serving outside the walls of Glenkirk. Might be keeping bottles of water or snacks or gift cards in your car. And when you see someone in need or see someone asking for help, slowing down and handing those out to them with the the kids in our families visible and present. And this lets your kids and grandkids see how to physically show Jesus's love for others and what to say. You might even roll down your window and, and let your kids or grandkids say hi or that Jesus loves you. We experience his power when we serve together. Finally, third, we experience the power of Jesus when we worship together. There is power in numbers when we worship together. Here at Glenkirk, we have seven different generations worshiping together. I was thinking at our nine o'clock service this morning, we had someone who was 100 and we had babies all together in worship. When our kids and grandkids see us worshiping, they see that worshiping God is important. When they hear us sing praises to God, they they learn how to praise God in their own way. When they see us respond to God's word and celebrate the sacraments of communion and baptism, they see that the word and the sacraments are important. When we gather together in Christ's name, Jesus is present with us He, as he promised he would be. His power is evident in our praises and in our prayers and in our responsiveness to his word. There is power in numbers, and we experience his power when we're together. So yes, this week has been a grand adventure. We've experienced his power in a variety of different ways. And today we're reminded that Jesus's power is not just for kids, it's for everyone. His power is for families and the kids and grandkids and the adults and the sons and daughters and the parents and grandparents and great-grandparents in that family. And we experience his power when we believe together, when we serve together and when we worship together. A couple of years after our Joshua Tree experience, I took my four boys for a week camping at Yosemite National Park. And we had a great week of of hiking and camping and riding bikes and rock climbing and exploring. And it really was a great adventure that week. But on the last day as we were packing the car to head home, I somehow lost my car keys in the campsite. What is it about me with car keys? I don't know. And we searched and searched for hours looking for those lost keys. Other campers that were camping nearby joined us in our search. The whole campsite or uh, campground was involved. And we finally had to give up and we called a locksmith who took hours to get there to drive into the park to make a new key for my car. That adventure didn't go as planned at the end. But my four boys and I experienced God's power in numbers during that trip. And looking back years later, my boys still look at that week-long camping trip as one of the highlights of their childhood, even with the lost car keys. There is power in numbers, and Jesus' power is evident when we believe together, serve together, and worship together. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this week, and we thank you for all the wonderful things that you've done and the the stories of how you've worked. And God, may this grand adventure not end today, but continue on in our families, in our personal lives. May it be a foundation upon which you build God, a foundation of love, a foundation of faith, a foundation of worship, a foundation of service. And for those 300-plus students and campers who decided to follow you, may you continue to strengthen them in their resolve as they continue to grow and mature.